Welcome to Entrepreneurship Lab, a space for all entrepreneurs who want to start, grow and sell their business. In this podcast, we will cover different topics of entrepreneurship, from starting your business, finding your clients and branding yourself. You will be learning everything about marketing, finance, scaling your business, and much, much more. As your host, Nevena Bajalac, I'm welcoming you to my lab where you will together with me create, learn, and grow. Welcome. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the new episode of Entrepreneurship Lab. This is your host, Neven Abajalats, welcoming you once again to the episode where we're going to give you some tips for how you can scale and grow your business. I hope you're excited because today we're talking about time management, and I wanted to share with some of the proven and my favorite tools to help you with time management and achieving more. Now, I implement these tools personally in my life and in my business, and I train hundreds of people over the years and teams in companies on them, and they we adjust these tools based on the company needs. So I thought, why not sharing it with everyone listening so you can benefit as well and you can get them. Make sure to download the episode, share it with at least person uh, that can benefit, uh, at least one person that can benefit from this podcast as well, and subscribe if you haven't already, so you can support our podcast growth. Now let's talk about time management. There were some episodes in the past where we talk about it as well, and um, I think first of all, I want you to start shifting your mindset that you cannot manage the time right? You can only manage activities or priorities. And when you start thinking that way, we all have 24 hours a day, right? If you're a president of a country, if you are a stay-at-home mom, if you're a startup entrepreneur, or you are on a company of 500, 1,000 employees, we all have 24 hours. So managing the time, it's impossible which means that I cannot make the time last longer or shorter, go faster or slower, what I can manage are my activities and be really focused on things that are important. When it comes to time management, next thing is a part of shifting your mindset. I think very important to learn how to say no. Every single successful person know how to protect their time and they say no to a lot of things and they say no to people. So one of the things you have to work on as well is that you have to say no to some things that are not priority. And this starts sometimes with your kids, with your spouse, with people around you. And you have to share a bigger goal because when it comes to biz- building a business, you're going to need to set up priorities and uh, you know, you're going to, you're going to have to look into things that are important uh, now and it has to be done today. Uh, when it comes to this life, uh, you know, work-life balance that people are talking about, I think it's very hard to do it daily because if the truth is, if you're an entrepreneur, you know that you might have a day where you have to work 12, 14 hours, right? And you cannot not respond to that email or not deal with that customer. You have to do it, but you have to maybe then look at work-life balance in um, 
in a yearly annual basis. I one of my uh, one of my close colleagues, very successful entrepreneurs and friend, he told me once that with his wife, he says, okay, for every day I'm away traveling, we're gonna take one day vacation and you choose where we want to go. So giving the options and, and having that honest conversation to keep people important to you in your life and give them the time because family is really important and your friends are very important, but you have to also understand, okay, I'm making these sacrifices for my business. And some days it's impossible to just say, okay, five o'clock I'm done. No, if you're an entrepreneur, you're not going to work and function like that. So look at the, first of all, like I said, change your mindset. I cannot manage the time, right? Uh, I can only manage my activities, which means, okay, I can get better at managing my activities and priorities. And second thing is then you have to say no to a lot of people um, and to protect your time and get things done. And number three is that you have to look at this work-life balance on an annual basis. And I think this is a great start um, to you even changing your mindset and getting things done and not feeling guilty when you have to sacrifice specific things for your business. Now, like I promised, I want to share some of my favorite tools. And the first tool is something called segment intending. And um, none of these tools are invented by me. I just discovered them in different books that I'm always reading from different entrepreneurs coming up with changing some tools and so on and so forth. So they're very helpful and segment intending is going to help you with overwhelmed. And I think when it comes to time management or managing your activities, the first problem we're actually facing is feeling overwhelmed, right? So you have to find a tool that's going to help you calm down, right? You don't have to slow down. I love Bob Proctor, who was always saying, you don't need to slow down. You can keep doing things fast and even faster, but you need to calm down. So you want to do things with ease. And uh, segment intending is something that can really help you. To start this exercise, I recommend if you've never done it before, is that you start by writing it. I used to write it maybe a year or even more, and I would segment intend my day, which means is you want to, when you wake up in the morning, if you have your routine to maybe meditate, pray, or take a moment for yourself, I'm hoping, by the way, that you're planning your day uh, a day before, which is very important, and I'm going to come back to that. But in segment intending, you want to see, okay, I have three meetings, I have to drop kids to school, I have this, 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 these things. And then all of those things that you've written throughout the day, you want to separate them as different segments. So let's say your day is starting but you, by you dropping your children to school and then you have to come back and you want to prospect and then you want to create some brochures for your business. Just an example, right? Or you're going to office for a meeting and you're sometimes ahead of time stressed because usually these meetings are maybe stressful or you're nervous. And segment intending is basically living all of those segments and those moments ahead of time, which is very powerful because you're actually using your imagination to set up the pace, to set up the vibration, the you know, how that you want these things to feel. So in segment intending, you have to um, do three, three things, right? For each segment, you have to write what is the segment about, uh, what are you doing in that segment, what you want to achieve, and how you want to feel, okay? So what is that you're doing or what, uh, what do you want to achieve and how you want to feel? And I'm going to explain this uh, right now with an exa examples. So 
segment and ending, like I said, first start by writing. And after that, you're going to be able to, really it's going to become a routine for you that you can just do it in your mind. But for now, if you're just starting, do it on a piece of paper. So for example, I can say first segment is driving my children to school. What am I doing? I'm driving my children to school. What do I want to achieve? I want to achieve a nice environment in the car. I want everything to go smoothly, no traffic. And then I want to feel joyous. I want to feel relaxed, whatever that you want to feel. So what's going to happen is, I don't know, maybe a school time, probably there's going to be a lot of traffic. But when you decide that in this segment, this is maybe a moment to connect with your children, to talk with them, to share some experiences, to sing favorite songs. When you decide how that small segment of, let's say, 15, 20 minutes in the car will look like, even when somebody cuts you in a traffic or you are you know in the traffic you're not going to feel stressed as you usually do because you decided and you accepted okay this is going to be like this but i'm going to use this moment to do that so now you drop your children to the school you're driving to the uh, to your office for example for a meeting now driving to the office is now another segment i love to use driving in my car to listen different podcasts like this one to uh, listen different materials to learn something and sometimes i i'm just in the mood to listen a music that's going to light up my mood right i want to set up and be happy for the day so you again decide i'm driving to the office i want to reach there smoothly or reach there on time that's my goal and then i want to feel really relaxed so you're setting your how you want to feel and i don't know if you notice but sometimes throughout the day we are basically going through these segments and we're just going from one segment to another and we're just in here have so much to achieve so much to achieve that we don't even have moments to breathe we don't have even moments to, to enjoy the moment which is the purpose of life but we're just like running from one place to another. And this is exactly what this exercise will help you with. Now, when you calm down your emotions, when you calm down uh, and you, you decide that you want to be present in every moment, guess what? Your focus is better. You are, when you're calm, you can achieve more. And all of a sudden, everything we're talking about time management is basically achieving more for a shorter period of time. And that's what we want to, to do. So next segment, for example, for you is you're in the office. Sometimes ahead of time, you had a lot of negative experiences. Maybe the meetings are long. Maybe you think they're use, 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 useless. Maybe you are like, oh, the people will complain. Or I have a meeting with clients and they're going to all complain. You're actually imagining negative scenario. So in segment intending, you want to imagine positive scenario. Or if it's a meeting with your team, you want to say, we're in the meeting. Um, our goal is uh, to get productive and get as many innovative ideas from the team. And I want to feel inspired. I want to feel that I am also leading and inspiring people in the right way. And I want to feel that this meeting was very productive. So I'm setting the intention. Do think, things in the day go the, as you want them? Absolutely not. But what's going to happen when you practice this exercise long enough? Like I said, you calm down. You're more in the moment. You are not rushing from one segment to another. And then you are actually accepting things, a stressful situation that are happening to you. You're accepting them in a much better, in easier way. So this is segment intending. And then you go through your day and you look to all of these things and you simply write, what are you doing? 
how you what do you want to achieve and how you want to feel and then really to those segments put them next to your to-do list or your daily schedule and just go through them it takes five seconds literally and just take a few deep breaths and uh, uh, and imagine how you want the segment to be so this is the first tool i love this tool i think it's a great start so um make sure to use it now i mentioned earlier and i promise i'm going to come back to uh, scheduling your day you should have your to-do list However, as an entrepreneur, like I said, you have to say no to many things and you have to start looking as you're growing your business, what is your not to-do list? Sometimes with CEOs, we do this and we write them, okay, what is your to-do list and what is my not to-do list? Like some CEOs are doing so many tactical jobs because they can do them better than some people they hired. So we have to be very direct as consultants with them and say, no, you have to stop doing these things, right? We're going to train the other people. You have to stop and focus on things that are going to help you grow and take the company to the next level. So make sure to plan your day always the day before. And I usually take a couple of seconds just to look at my calendar, look at my meetings for the next day, and um, look what important meetings I have to attend, who I have to call, who I have to email, who I have to follow up with, and so on. And um, this will help you already achieve more because when you go to bed, you know what you're expecting tomorrow. And when you wake up, you're starting following your to-do list, okay? Now, um, something that's going to help you when I'm a big fan of to-do list. I really love being organized and doing everything. However, I understand that when we're feeling overwhelmed and we have big projects, sometimes we feel demotivated to do them. So next exercise I'm going to share with you is an exercise called, the I call it divide and follow inspiration. Um, and this can be a applied to some tasks, to some not, right? But it can help you. It helps me with the very big projects, right? So sometimes when you're feeling demotivated is because you feel the project is so big and you don't know where to start and it's just overwhelming. So what you have to do is you have to divide that project to small and simple steps. So usually I take a piece of paper and I draw like 20, 30 circles, right? And I put in each circle, purposefully circles all around the paper, not the list, because I don't want to prioritize and order myself what to do first. I just want to put uh, circles and then like balloons, right? And then draw them and in each one of them put one small thing. Let's say I have to prepare huge reports and sometimes presentations. And to do these things, actually, let's say one presentation, for training, for example, can have a lot of aspects, right? I have to do research on the company. I have to collect information from the company that we need. I have to, um, uh, you know, like uh, I need to collect and download certain pictures. I have to decide what is my objective and result for this training. I have to decide what practical exercise I'm going to do. It. I have to, uh, you know, create the text and so on and so forth. So I can write all of these small things right? And it's called divide and follow inspiration. And sometimes in these big projects, I don't have to necessarily um, do them in order, right? So maybe I'm feeling really inspired to quickly Google and find some interesting photos I want to include or find 
um, you know, some interesting exercises that I can give to the team. So once I find that, I'm like, okay, this one is, I can cross it. I can cross this bubble or this circle and see what am I feeling inspired to do next. Same thing is when you're writing a book. I wrote several books and in books, how I usually operate is that I understand, I am making like a skeleton of what is the book about and then there should be kind of like a journey in, I usually write how-to books, right? So self-help books and, and things like that. So it's not a novel, but there is kind of like a journey uh, to in, the, in, in this process. So I'm beginning to the end. So I usually uh, divide a book maybe in three parts, for example, and then in each part I have three to five chapters. And what is the chapters about? And then I follow inspiration because maybe I am feeling really inspired to talk about something that's chapter 13. So you don't have to do these big tasks by starting from number one to number you know, 30. You can follow the inspiration and then you connect the dots and you put the project together. And this is something that I really love and it really excites me and I love, love doing it. All right. So I hope you're going to use it as well for your big projects and you're going to see you're going to finish them so fast and in no time that um, it's going to be actually super, super fun. Now, before I go to the last tool, which is kind of my favorite tool as well, um, I want to just share another thing that's very important when it comes to time management is that you have to look at the actions and things you're doing in your business, in your life, and you have to see what can I eliminate, what can I automate, and what can I delegate to someone else, right? So is there someone who can do the things I'm doing uh, as well, and I can give this to them? This can be even help around the house or with your family or with your partner, like how are we gonna delegate these things between us and what we're gonna, you know, how we're gonna work as a team or have a help, and we can delegate so I can free up my time so not, I'm not frustrated, for example, for not growing my business. So you have to delegate certain things. And then in business with so much technology, it's so important that you start automating things, right? The more you automate, the easier and the better it will be for you. So how can I automate um, certain things that I don't have to be doing them over and over again? And then eliminate is what are some things that I'm going to completely eliminate and stop doing because they don't bring me results. And in business, so many even companies are doing things, they don't bring them results, but they're like, okay, we have money from other departments, so we're keeping it. But that's not a solution. You should really honestly looking at the things that um, you should honestly looking at some things that are not working. I do this every six months to a year and I'm like, has this generated enough income? Are we going to continue doing it? If it doesn't bring the profit, we're going to stop doing it and we're going to focus on things that are bringing us revenue and bringing us profit. So it's just something that I, I highly advise you do. So let's jump to the last exercise. And this is weekly tracker. I love, love weekly tracker. And I cannot show it to you visually. But basically, you can create it in an Excel sheet. You can write it by hand, however you prefer. And what happens is that first, um, uh, first column or first I don't know what is row or column, sorry guys. Um, so I'm always confused, but the first part is uh, different actions. 
So you write on top action and underneath you put different actions you are doing throughout the week. So for example, prospecting, then I'm putting, uh, going to the gym, meditating, reading a um, book for personal development and business, then spending time with my family or spending time with children, with kids, um, and so on and so forth. So sales calls, right? How many meetings we have to have, sales meetings, customer meetings, and so on and so forth. So you can list any, any activities you want to do. If you're writing a book, you can set a goal to write a book a few times a week. So you write all of those activities one under uh, one under another, and then you write the days in the week, right? If you want to work five days a week, you can just put Monday to Friday, and then you set a goal. So for example, is it my goal to meditate seven days a week or five work, uh, five days out of five working days, go to the gym minimum three times, uh, read minimum three times, have minimum three sales meetings, because if I'm not having sales meetings, I cannot sell anything. So you set a goal and then the last part is achieved. So in the last part achieved, is where you're going to feel how much you actually achieved that week. And this is such a good self-reflection because you cannot lie to yourself. So what happens on Monday is that end of the day, you go and you say, okay, I meditated, check. I went to the gym, check. I didn't do any sales call. I didn't spend time with my children. I didn't have time and so on and so forth. I didn't prospect. So Tuesday comes, you're going to fill up your checklist again. When Wednesday comes, this is a reality check. If you want to go to the gym three times a week and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you haven't been, guess what? You're going to now push yourself. Okay, Wednesday today. I only have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, not counting the weekend. For example, I need to go to the gym today. There is no excuses or I haven't prospected. I haven't had any sales calls. So how am I expecting to close any new business if I didn't have any sales meetings with potential clients and prospects. Um, and this gives you a really true reflection on what's happening and what action are you doing and not doing and what are you prioritizing or not. If you're watching Netflix and you're not reading a book, but you're watching you know, movies and stuff, which I, I love as well, but then I'm like, okay, am I really reading these books that's going to help me go to the next level and help me learn new things? Um, so you print this checklist, uh, you fill it each day, you had your goal, and then at the end you write how much you achieved and you're really honest with yourself. And this is the true, this is really the true reflection you're going to get on your activities. It might be shocking to you. It might push you to do, um, you know, more because you want to have it uh, in front of you. And it's like, you know, like somebody's holding you accountable, basically. You're holding yourself accountable for your actions. And once you start holding yourself accountable, you're going to build confidence because you're going to respect yourself so much more because you've done the, the things you promised to yourself you're going to do them. This is where con confidence is built, where you start really liking yourself because you said, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to read, I'm going to invest in my business, I'm going to do all of these things, and I'm tired, maybe it's exhausting, I'm giving up, 
some pleasures of every day, but I'm so proud of myself. I feel so good because I'm determined and I'm uh, doing all of the things that are important. So this is the tools I really find the most helpful. I absolutely love them and I use them so much within, like I said, my company and so many other companies uh, we consulted in the past and we are consulting now. So go and use them as well. And uh, then you're going to see a big difference and hopefully they're going to help you a lot uh, too. So thank you so much for listening. I just want to thank you. And again, please download the episodes, share it with at least one person that can benefit from it. Subscribe if you haven't already and give us your comments, likes and hearts. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode.